Welcome to Pop That Culture, the show where Joe and I talk about things in pop culture, mm -hmm. things happening that are kind of weird news. Yeah. And we're not sarcastic at all. Never. Never. And uh, also things that are happening locally. Yes. For instance, you were the first person to show me hmm. the photo of the Aretha Franklin viewing. Yes. That was happening at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History downtown. And uh, the casket for one Miss Aretha Franklin, mm -hmm. fully gold plated. Oh yeah, and it's fully open. She's yes. she's kicking back, her legs are crossed. She is. She yeah. was, She's wearing diva outfit, diva shoes. She had the the hair, the makeup, and the most gorgeous flowers I've ever seen. I mean, this arrangement is right. beautiful. And this is very similar to the casket that Michael Jackson had. Is but it? It was closed. Yeah, and it was uh, very very gold, very very shiny. Yeah, I don't know why. I just it didn't. I didn't even think about what her casket might look like. But they, people that were putting everything together, said this is very her, and they wanted her to be diva to the end. And actually, the color of her outfit is specific. Um, she was a part of a sorority, and their color is red. I think it's like a charitable sorority, oh. and so that that is why they specifically dressed her in red for the viewing, which continues, I believe you can go and visit her today as right. well. And one thing about Aretha that a lot of people don't know was she actually helped with the burial expenses of many, you know, other people, other people who couldn't afford mm. to have, you know, dignified funerals. And so, you know, she did help the community with her cachet of Motown money. And uh, so, yes, I say send her off in a gold casket. Do it. Is yeah. it 24 or 10 carat though? Um, which is better? Uh, 24, right, Dave? Jake? Somebody? The more, the higher the number, the more gold that's in Are it. Are you guys yes. cubic zirconia guys? Are we <laughs> asking the wrong people? Get in there. Okay. So 24 karat gold is going to be a lot softer than 10 karat gold. So whether or not you want the casket to last. Oh, so you would go with 10 if you want it to last. Right. And 24 if you just want it to have more gold in it. Right. I would go with 10 karat then. So wait a minute. So basically... Bruno Mars and his 24 carats of funk, that doesn't last as well end. as 10 carats of funk, right? You're going to end with like gold shavings everywhere after that. <laughs> right. Which so, he would kind of like, I think, actually. I, I think Bruno so. Mars, I think, would like to have like gold on cake, scattering mix it with gold schlager. Yeah. Um, so, okay, 20. So, I'm guessing the 10 carats of funk and gold uh -huh. have um, lesser funks and gold mixed in. So, it's right. cut up. It is. It's like when you go buy some blow and it's half baking soda. That's, you don't want that to happen, That's do you? what I was going to say. Right. Yep. <laughs> Hi, Sarah's parents. Oh, yeah. Don and Barb shaking this morning. <laughs> How you doing? So, yeah, a lot of people, I mean, people came from across the country to mm -hmm. go to this viewing and all lined up and they were playing her music as you went inside and went past her. Right. They said they wanted to make the museum feel as much like a church as they could. Right. Southern black gospel music is seriously some of the best music on the planet. Yeah, and it was gospel, her yes, singing gospel that they were, they were playing there. You know, so. I mean, because they really, you know, the one of the cultural differences, and I'm, I'm not going to dwell on this, is that there, it, it really truly is a celebration of life. Um, and that's kind of the way I want to go out. Except the yeah. difference with me is I won't have a 24-carat casket. I'm going to get mine at Costco. And then uh, we can take like either a gold or a silver sharpie and just color, right. you know, maybe just some accents, not the whole thing, because that right. would take forever. But no, then you just sign it. Just I'll get, you know what? Everybody could sign the cat. Banksy, because I know you're watching. 
Right. Could you just graffiti? I'll get like a cardboard box. Can Ooh. you just tag it? That would be cool. Yeah, the kid holding the balloon. Something. Make it look like I'm holding a balloon, like this. Well, that might be yeah. going a little too far, but you could. Exit through the gift shop. Anyway. Oh, yikes. Um, and then speaking of singing, they uh, have sort of put out more information about what's going to happen on Friday mm. for her funeral. And it looks like joining Stevie Wonder and Jennifer Hudson and Fantasia and Faith Hill and Shaka Khan is, is going Hill? to be. No. Oh, he's dead. It's going to be Ariana Grande. Oh. So you are going to get all of those singers plus Ariana, who she, um, I guess she met Aretha Franklin in 2014. Mm -hmm. And that may not have been enough for her to be included as far as one of the people they wanted to have sing for this. But uh, Aretha's family was so impressed with her singing um, Natural oh. Woman on Jimmy Fallon as a tribute the day after, no, it was either the day of or the day after. Um, when Aretha passed, that they were like, we would like you to also participate in the You know, to me, that's really cool because it really bridges the generational divide mm -hmm. between the artists and shows some commonality. It's kind of like, and I'm going to bring up Michael Jackson's funeral again, when yes. John Mayer played at Michael Jackson's funeral. I didn't remember that. And he's, you know, he's playing, and, you know, like Tito and Jermaine are in the front ah. row with their gloves, right. you know, and. I don't know where Reeby Jackson was. She was in the <laughs> Nobody room, ever I'm knows guessing. where Reeby is. <laughs> yeah, so she was probably at you know the Golden Corral at the buffet. <laughs> well, John Mayer is actually he's a really good uh, guitarist, so I don't know. Right. But did he? What was his connection at all? I that's he was just asked by because they were the, just fans of him, or well, he's a yeah, he's a very good guitarist, and he was playing all instrumental versions of Michael Jackson's music. So he did a guitar version of Human Nature. Really? And yeah. Huh. And yeah. then uh, I, I don't know if they did beat it and then Eddie Van Halen did the oh. solo and didn't get paid. <laughs> but that's a different story. That's a whole, mm. that's a different, that's a 100% different story. But yeah, I guess they were at a 2014 concert at the White House for President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama um, called Women of Soul Concert. Mm. And that's when Aretha was like, you got some pipes, tiny little, petite little Ariana right. Grande. Could you imagine being Ariana Grande and being told by Aretha Franklin? That would be like Joe Rogan or, uh, or Adam Carolla going, you guys have a good podcast. You guys, you oh my God, you guys are great. You money off of that podcast. We love it. I watch it all the time and I move to tears. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I can't. Ooh. I can't. All right. So it looks like they're they're doing a glorious job with everything for one Miss Aretha Franklin, there is a mystery story that is going around. This one is spooky. It's really, when I saw this, it kind of freaked me out. I almost didn't suggest it for a topic. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, we've got to talk about this. We've got to talk about this. No, you know what? I, so I pulled um, a photo and not the video footage, but uh, maybe we'll put the video footage on mm. our um, pop, cult and <laughs> pop culture Facebook page. I can't even ever remember how to mm. say it. But... Um, there is a mystery woman who in Texas at like three in the morning was going around a neighborhood and ringing doorbells. Mm. Did she have like bags of poo no. and a lighter? No. So they're saying it looks like on her right hand that those are handcuffs. Um, they're not 100% sure what it is on her mm. hand, but she was barefoot, looking like she may or may not have had some sort of mm. handcuff on her hand. And um, different people had said that she 
would ring it like 20 or 30 times just over and over and over and over again and the, the photograph and the footage that we have is because some people have those security systems by ring right and so they have the outfacing camera and it makes it look even creepier because it's the night vision you know right shot well of the, the worst thing is is that you know if something like this were to happen because i know some people have this system on their chicken coops with where the roosters are mm -hmm. and they call them Anyway, uh, <laughs> what scares me about this is this kind of, you know, not only is that a creepy photograph, number yeah. one. Number two, it's kind of like, is this the post-credit sequence for Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Or The Purge. It, or, or The Purge, or Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. It's like... Right. Well, so here's, here's the thing. After this, so she went to um, several different houses in the neighborhood mm -hmm. and then disappeared. Like anybody who went outside and then when the authorities came and they tried to find her in that area at that time, mm -hmm. they couldn't find her. Then they checked to see if there were any missing persons reports mm. that matched the description of the girl in this you know, video and these photos, and there is not. So at this time, they don't know if she was a victim of a crime and was trying to find somebody who could give her some help, mm -hmm. or is she part of a crime group that was sort of using her as bait right. to try and get you people get to, to unlock their door, their door, open their door, that home invasion. come in. And right. Yes, exactly. Well, what and you they do, don't know. Because we have one of these systems. So what you do, and they all have speakers on them. So what you do is you pull out your app and you talk to them through their, your phone. Oh, yeah, you can you do say, that. You say, you know what? You're safe here. Just stay on the porch. I'm going to keep the door closed and call the police. Because <laughs> I don't know you. Right. And but I got my eye way, on you in case anybody mm, comes to try and hurt you. We've got you in 720p with LED night vision. <laughs> if it were daytime, it would be full high def. But 720p, I'll cut it now. Because you felt like hitting me up at 3 a.m. Right. I don't have the clearest shot of you. I'm right putting now. a piece of pizza through the mail slot. <laughs> exactly. You're nourished. Here, Here's a hose with water. Okay, cool. Yeah, you know, I never really thought about what, because you see this in, in movies all the time where mm. when someone's trying to, like, get away from a bad guy or escape, you know, yeah. they they were kidnapped and now they're free and they go running, banging on somebody's yeah. door. No, 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 they don't go running. They run, they trip, Right. they wait a couple seconds so the killer can catch up. True. They stand up, they make a lot of noise so that the killer can hear them, and then they proceed to make more noise on the porch so the killer can kill them and the people in the house. True. Because you, you know they have that show, uh, I think it's John Quinones, or I can't pronounce his last name, but it's called What Would You Do? Mm. Where they have these setups in different situations, yes. and they have hidden cameras, and they want to see how people would react in certain situations. I've been in one of those. What? Yeah. What was the what would you do? Well, I was going through a supermarket, and they uh -huh. had a table there, mm -hmm. and they offered me this ice cream bar sure. that was square with the aluminum foil, and they oh. asked, what would you do for this? Yeah. And I said I would cluck like a chicken. Did you? I clucked like a for chicken. For that chocolate-covered uh -huh. ice cream. Yeah. Deep and thick, no room for a stick. Yes. What would Joe do? For a Klondike bar. I then we found amazing. out so many things. Hmm. Um, but I, I, I have sort of wondered, and I don't still have an answer, I guess it would just be sort of a reaction in the moment, what would you do if somebody ran up to you either on the street asking for help, saying mm -hmm. someone was chasing them or coming after them, or what would you do if somebody came banging on your door and said, you know, let me in, someone's coming after mm -hmm. me, or I just escaped. Or, I would literally stay on the porch, mm -hmm. you're safe here, because on the other side of this door is a gun! Right. And um, no, for reals, don't mess with my house. Actually, I, Joe actually is a good shot. So do not. So, I, it's legit. He yeah, so, used to shoot yeah, as a hobby. Stay a hobby. We'll talk about that later. Well, as a sport, sorry. Uh, so we'll, you would stay there, and I would give you the pizza through the mail slot. 
if I had pizza. You good snack. Or, yeah. or a mail slot. That's nice. And then uh, and then I would call the police. So yeah. that's that scenario. If it were somewhere out in the car, I wouldn't want them near my family. I would say, you know what? Stay there. We're going to stay in the car. Mm-hmm. And we're going to call right now. Uh, we're going to keep the engine running and, and drive with my foot on the brake. Yeah. And uh, we'll call the authorities. Yeah. Because, uh, yes. But if it was just you alone, if your family wasn't there. Is there weird, like, wah-wah pedal guitar music playing? And, like, you know, she says, <laughs> yes, I'd like some help. Me and my gorgeous friend in clear heels yes. have sprung a leak. Yes. Girls in uh, tiny booty shorts at Lucite Right. Hills have run up to your car yes. and said, please, sir, can you help me? Yes. Our regular cabana boys run off. Right. Could you help us with this coconut oil? Uh-huh. I can't reach my back. Right. That's the emergency. Yes. Yeah. Then, of course, you left them in your car. Are you I crazy? I mean, please. Oh, no, it wouldn't be a car. It would be a van with a mattress in the back. One can only hope. It would be like, I happen to be driving my Winnebago, and... Oh, ladies, are you tired? You need to rest? Let's lay down in the back. I mean, you lay down in the back. I'll be in the front. <laughs> we'll be fine. So, yeah, we'll see. They still have not solved this mystery, but a lot of people in the neighborhood, for both reasons, would like it to be solved. Either, A, so they're not on edge thinking that there's, like, some sort of crime group running right. around trying to run some scam, or, B, that this woman who was in trouble gets the help that she needs. Right. Because why is she missing or running around. I would imagine like on each night the whole area is going to be surveilled pretty heavily mm-hmm. um, by the authorities. And I mean, heaven forbid anything, this is a bad thing because I feel terrible about making light of it. Yep. But, you know, it does make you think about a lot of strange scenarios, especially, you know, when something like this happens, you know, and you're in the safety of American suburbia. Right. And this kind of thing happens. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. Hmm, maybe not so safe. <laughs> yeah, not Cool. I was up at night cooking my math, and look what happened. <laughs> you know what else you're not safe from? Or where mm. you could be if you actually use protection, but um, STDs, Joe. Oh, are you done with STD? You, not me. Uh, not. You don't want your junk to be on fire. No. But apparently, the numbers are through the roof in the United States right now. They have actually um, dropped the amount of money that they spend on helping to prevent STD mm-hmm. and also the care once you have gotten an STD. And so cases of chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis have risen by 200,000 okay. cases within the last Stop year. Stop right there. You know what all of those diseases have in common? Uh, they're, they're all these like World War One and Two. I'm on a dingy boat going from port syphilis, to port. Syphilis, I'm with you. But I, I'm thinking gonorrhea, clearly gonorrhea is still running around. Um, and chlamydia. Yeah. So. I. <laughs> I mean, there's one we all know that will never go away. These can yeah. be treated. Well, um, anti-vaxxers. Right. Oh, uh, my gosh. But, yeah, apparently we are just a country full of inflamed genitals right now mm. because people are not using protection or like, I don't understand. You mean there's a way I can stop this from happening? Well, they used to have a treatment I need education. Facility. What? There was a treatment facility where everybody could go. You know, and there was a show about it uh-huh. on Channel 7, uh-huh. and Rick Springfield was one of the doctors. Sure. Yeah, he was on Genital Hospital. Oh, boy. And this is without coffee, so I'm impressed. <laughs> this, I can this only, is what the water will do. I can walk, walk of water. I can only I'm imagine what would happen. i right after this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. A cramp. The sarcasm part of my brain. Woo! It's just so, I've got, there's a knot. Is there a knot? Can you, could you just put some pressure on it right there? I can. Mm. Yes, in the break, I'll help you with your... Uh, with your headache. Now, 
we never actually saw the STD part of it, but mm. we did see the sexy part of a lot of shows that used to air on right. HBO. Hello, Taxi Cab Confessions. That was one. Uh, what was it called? A cat House, the one where it's like legal in Nevada, that yeah, famous it, brothel. Yeah, Dennis Hoff just yeah, ran yeah. for office. You're right. Yes. So that was another show. I wonder show. how his, uh, his sister Susanna Hoffs is doing with her side project. She's walking like an Egyptian. Yeah. Um, Ooh, nice job, Sarah. But they are getting rid of the erotic shows on HBO. Yeah. Also, like uh, Real Sex. I, I, I lost one. track after Real Sex 35. <laughs> it was on for quite a here's, while. Here's the problem with Real Sex. Like, I'm, like there's one segment that is really kind of sexy. Okay. And that segment is usually once every three shows. Everything else is like, there's a bunch of like old hippies that live together and like to be naked. And these are the people you don't want to be seen naked. Yeah. Yeah, me and my wife, Saggy Boobs, have been living on this Indian reservation my for wife. 25 years. And That's my Indian name, is yes, Saggy Boobs. <laughs> dances with Saggy Boobs. Correct. And, you know, at that point, it's like, yeah, we, you know, we smoke a little peyote. We, you know, we, get in the, <laughs> the, we do the heat thing in the wigwam, and then we get naked with everybody else. And maybe some swapping happens. Well, it's such an interesting choice that they're so they're dropping any like softcore movies that mm. they would air at like three in the morning. Yeah, it's basically naked dry hump. And they're right. <laughs> Come on, let's let's not kid Clearly ourselves. Clearly, you're an expert on. I am. Some of these late night shows. So they're dropping that, and then they're dropping the shows sort of like the real sex type shows or the cat house shows. Mm. But then their premiere series that they air are filled with sex and right. so much nudity. So it's like. Really? Now you don't want to have, you don't want to sell yourself with these other shows? Well, probably, I mean, and I'm serious. A lot of these shows have just been running over and over again. They haven't had real, you know, updates to, like, you know, you watch Real Sex and it's like a lot of it is shot in like pre 9-11 New York. So oh, yeah, like, I don't think know, that's hey. been airing. That hasn't really been airing. There's a guy with a slice going, yeah, would I, you know, would I have <laughs> sex with food? I don't know. You know, <laughs> just like, hey, how you doing? The answer to that question is yes, he would have sex yeah. with food. So you mean I could hold my slice and get lucky at the same time? Oh, real <laughs> sex part two. Let's do exactly. it. Exactly. No. Well, so the other thing that they said, I mean, obviously, the one of the uh, competing channels, Cinemax, became known as Skinemax right. for a while. They're still wait, rolling. Wait, wait. Isn't Cinemax an HBO property? Aren't they? I think they are connected Producers? Somehow. That's all right. Can but we, so anybody in the control room, could they chime in? They're still going to be running it. but And then also Showtime is like, oh, we are fully still airing these kinds yeah. of movies late at night. Like, that is bread Well, and the Girlfriend Experience, which is the most unsexy, sexy show I've ever seen. Because like, it's full of sex so, and nudity. It's so dark. It is dark and depressing. Yeah, it's super depressing. Um, I, I say, why have it at all? You could watch it on your phone. Well, you know? I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I, I think don't know. RedTube has an app. <laughs> I just, just think like NRM has an app. Yeah, we which, do. Which, if you're watching this, you probably know you that know already. That. So Unless you're on your the, just the regular yeah. website for NRM.com. Yeah, yeah, share it. Do it. Do what you got to do. All right, there was a return. A return by a celebrity to doing what he normally does for a living. And some people were happy about it, mm. and some people thought it was disgusting. And we will talk about it next on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. 
Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our Nine and Dine special, nine holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Walled Lake. At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Oh, we're back. We are back. And you are correct, Joe. Hmm. There should be an after-hours version of our show. Are we doing that now? <laughs> We've been walking I mean, that line for the last kinda. 20 minutes or so. But then when we're at commercials, we fully cross that oh, line. Oh, yes. Like, I mean, just fully cross that line. We should totally line. daily show it and just keep, the, <laughs> keep something running to record it. Yes. And then add, like, add Dave, we can add grain to it. Can we add grain in oh, post? Oh, yeah. So it looks yeah. like it's this, Super you know, easy. this eight, naughty eight millimeter <laughs> pound footage. You know, <laughs> to like, hey, I think Cloverfield's on. No, nope, it's just Joe no, and Sarah. Sarah talking, talking about, about dirty genitals. stuff. Yeah. 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 Special okay. effects. And Speaking of genitals. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, actually, yeah. you're right. Um, Louis C.K., comedian Louis C.K., who was um, found out to be quite the pervert. Yes. And he would, um, while he was on the phone with or in person with, masturbate in front of these different women, some mm -hmm. of whom he was working with. Yeah. And was just. And then HR would have to come in, make him sign a couple things. 100% creepo. Yeah. Super creep show. And then people were not very happy with how he responded with his apology, where he sort of made it seem like, I'm so amazing. I, I used my celebrity and the fact that everyone's so into me, you know, and then I. I mean, these girls kept telling me how great I was, so I thought I could. And like, he made it all about how awesome he is. Right. And that's why he was able to get away with what he got away with. And then he went away for a while. He did go away for a while, but not that long. Hmm. But clearly he feels like it's been long enough because he went back to the comedy cellar and did a surprise performance Ugh. over the weekend. It probably went over like the proverbial Led Zeppelin. You would think, hmm. but allegedly those who were there or heard about it or whatever said that the, he got a, a standing ovation at the end of his set, which he just went right. I don't think he talked about. No, wait, wait, wait. What was standing in the standing ovation based on his M.O.? That's what I want to know. I think everyone had their pants on and was okay. fine. I'm just making sure. 
Um, but he he didn't do any comedy that had to do with the controversy, and he just went back to the kinds of things that he used to talk about before. And a lot of comedians have started coming out this week on social media saying, like, not cool. It's not time. I don't forgive you. I don't think that this is all right. Right. Um, this is he and um, some people who worked for him had sort of squashed stories for years so that this wouldn't get out. Mm. And had threatened people with their careers. If you say anything about Louis C.K. and the rumors or anything that you know, then we will like yeah. blackball you in comedy. The, the stand-up comedy Illuminati will come. Ki and, I mean, kind and, of. You know, Koja Da Vinci, as it were. Yeah. So he was a jerk for a super long time, and so th I mean, there's always a question, and we're about to talk about another guy next. Of when should you forgive somebody? When should somebody come back? I don't. You know, it's really. Did you notice the timing of this though? It comes on the heels of Chris Hardwick right. basically going through what he went through and then landing on the other side, getting everything back. Like a month later. So maybe the whole thing has run its course and people are, oh, well, you know, all I have to do is just wait for X amount of months and set a reminder on your iPhone and yeah. when it dings, put in travel time. Always put in travel time. And ding, and I'm mean, back. We haven't heard a peep from Harvey Weinstein. We haven't heard a peep from Charlie Rose. No. Um, but... Louis C.K.'s counterpart, uh, who is on Cash and he's a Wookiee, uh, he is doing fine. Chewy C.K. is, uh, you know, having a great career. As a he lot should. Of, Chewy C.K. is yeah, hysterical. In those cantinas, he usually warms up for the band. You know, ah. the guys with the butts for foreheads. <laughs> yes. And the big black eyes. Yes. Um, sometimes they do a combo set where they handle his rim shots. But, you know, he knows how to walk that balance uh, with a lot of different species. Yeah, so most people were not that excited to hear that Louis C.K. was trying to make the comeback and um, hearing that he got such a good response while he was at the Comedy Cellar. And one comedian and actor, Michael Ian Black, wrote, um, I will take heed for this, but people have to be allowed to serve their time and move on with their lives. I don't know if it's been long enough or if his career will recover or if people will have him back, but I'm happy to see him try. And he got nailed for that. Of course People he did. People were livid yeah. that he said that he should even have a chance to try. But the thing is, this is Louis C.K.'s occupation. And mm -hmm. I'm sure he could maybe possibly transition into something else. But at some point, is it okay for someone who's been disgraced to try and go back to the occupation they've done all their lives? I, I don't have a straight answer for that. Okay. But I do have this. I say, if you've got the stones to do it... Mm -hmm do it and if you're accepted then i guess yeah but if you're roasted and you go down in flames you made that bed lie in it so taking sort of a different tack is matt lauer who almost went into seclusion pretty mm. much um and he went to his back to his estate and then started trying to work out his divorce proceedings with mm -hmm. his wife and that whole deal and then slowly slowly he's been seen out um at restaurants or just in public, which he hadn't right. done for a very long time. And recently he was seen eating at a restaurant and some women, some older ladies came up and said, we miss you, Matt Lauer, we love you. And he was like, don't you worry. He's like, I'm gonna be back on TV. By the way, what's your number? <laughs> How you doing? Can I text you? I mean, I'm almost single. So. Oh yeah. Um, so he's taking sort of a slower role as far as getting back um, out into what he knows how to do. But I can't, like, I can't picture Matt Lauer just being like, yep, I guess I'm going to work at, like, a car dealership or something. Like, Matt Lauer's <laughs> This weekend at Lauer Toyota, we've <laughs> yeah. pulled out all the stops. 
Come on, bring the kids, have a hot dog, and get 0% financing <laughs> at all 2017 holdovers. And just be careful when we go into the office to fill out the paperwork <laughs> that I don't use the button under my desk yeah. to lock that door. Don't worry about the rain. My buddy Al Roker says it's going to be sunny <laughs> with a high chance of free financing. Woo! <laughs> um... He actually. Oh, thank you, by the way. Oh, what? Can, can we get a hip hop air horn, guys? Oh, my God. We need a hair, an air horn sound effect for this show Please. desperately. It can go right here in front of the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Any, everything is made better by an air yes. horn, honestly. I'm going to have the horn in my car. But then, you know, the thing just is. Just have Jonah keep the car right into the. Yeah. Jonah, hit it. <laughs> the problem is, is that if there's a real crisis, they need to get out of the way. You know, the problem is, is people that you think, you know, that, oh, my God, the car's so lit. <laughs> you know. Oh, geez. Oh, no, no, no. He wants us. We're, oh. Oh, the, the arrow turned red again? Oh, we're so... Oh, oh, boo. I thought this was a dance oh, party. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of parties, we just found out some interesting news about a company that used to be working with Google. Not mm. so much anymore. Right. Did you hear of a self-driving car call with a company called Waymo? Does that sound familiar to um, you at all? No, but I have um, light switches by Belkin called Waymo. <laughs> no, they're, they're called Waymo for serious. Waymo. <laughs> We're legit for serious. Oh, man. yeah. Yes. <laughs> see? See, guys? See how that would all work? Instead, we have to do the pantomime and foley. <laughs> so, they, uh, so Google and Waymo were working together to have a self-driving car. Mm -hmm. And after one particularly successful attempt. Oh, don't tell me. It could talk to you in the voice of the guy from St. Elsewhere. No. Oh. Uh, they had a passenger in the car, but it was a blind passenger. So this car was fully on its own, doing its own thing, driving. Did he have and a it keyboard? Was, uh, maybe. But the car oh. ride was completely successful. And they were so excited afterwards, they were like, burr, 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 let's have a party that includes a lot of cocaine. Right. And so this became sort of like this, this rumored thing that went around where they called these employees in this party like the cocaine cowboys party. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's a you rough know, one. Can you really, at what point are you so detached from reality? You know, they say that the best people that do everything really kind of have this, this um, knack for, for not having a connection with what really goes on in life. Sure. You know, like, Different, like savants, you know, like, you know, engineers and artists and stuff like that. The ones that are really prolific and really amazing tend to kind of like not get what really goes on at ground level. Do you think this is what happened? Yeah. I mean, they were just, it was, it was white powder flying everywhere. It would mm. say hello to my Electric little friends. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just don't even, you don't need mirrors. Just walk in and breathe. It'll be great. <laughs> so the cocaine cowboys were fired and then Google, I believe, parted ways with Waymo because they're like, mm, that's not yeah. a you good know what? look for our company. The, the thing was, was that the Waymo car, it had this feature in it. Like when it drove down the road, the white line in the middle would disappear. <laughs> it's just like. And a Yay! giant, a giant credit card would come out, and then like make the white line a little bit more narrower. <laughs> so, wow! And it drove really well on mirrors. It was amazing. <laughs> and like really fast for a certain distance, and then right. it would just kind of start yeah. to go back down. down yeah. After down. a few hours, the car wouldn't perform as well, but right. it thought it could quit any time. Nope. Um, 
Yeah, that's something that I've heard. I, li- I heard something on NPR, of all places. About the cocaine cowboy? No, the, the cocaine culture in, like, the party culture in Silicon Valley oh. is, like, all these, there's a whole bunch of people that are younger than 30. Sure. That have oodles and oodles of money. But when they were in college, you know, at Berkeley and for, you know, they didn't at, at party. Michigan as engineers and developers, they didn't party. And they were they were the kids that were the furthest from partiers. You know, they didn't touch any wine coolers in high school. <laughs> you know, a lot of them graduated virgins. And I'm not even kidding about that. Interesting. So they go into this zone where now they're living in million-dollar homes. They have all kinds of money. So they would get Coke prostitutes and have these ridiculous parties and they interviewed some of the women that were hired to go to these parties and I'm like yeah I had no experience being a hoe but I paid well so I went and so you get these guys that now by this time their their need for this is so bottled up and and they have so much like, money and they feel so powerful that they're asking for the most outrageous stuff like it would make me blush wow like, yeah hey um while I'm nailing you, could you code this in C++? Could you code this? Coding and sex. Two hey, great tastes that taste great together. I got your subroutine right here. <laughs> mm. Unbelievable. That's fascinating, but it makes a lot of sense that that yeah. would happen. I've only seen a couple of episodes on HBO, mind you, of Silicon Valley, and I didn't mm. see it sort of turning out like yeah, that. But it, it's I, a thing. I get it. I get it. It's, so. it's kind of like the party in Eyes Wide Shut. But instead of, like, people from Goldman Sachs and yeah. neurosurgeons and stuff, it's <laughs> like, you know, you walk and you say, Fidelio, uh, yeah, that's what my app told me. They all get out of their self-driving cars. They come in, they're, you know, they've got the mask on <laughs> the and a nice jacket, but then they're player. still wearing, like, khakis. And <laughs> right. Down below. They're all on Razor scooters <laughs> riding around. Hey, I'm the cool hip guy. All right, when we get back... If you have a problem in the future with where you work, Mm. we may have a way for you to solve it, but it's going to cost you $450, and we'll tell you about it next on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, PodQuesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic, sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podcasters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. 
One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I'm Sarah. And I'm Joe. And uh, should we contact this company if we ever decide to discontinue our relationship <laughs> with new radio media? I mean, yeah. If we don't feel like uh, if we don't feel like quitting in person. But they're from Japan. Well, that's so you'd, true. You'd get a call. Moshi moshi. <laughs> yes, there is a company in Japan who will quit your job for you. Mm. People are so stressed out by their jobs, but then they're also double stressed out about the idea of having to do a face-to-face -face with their boss where they say, I quit this bitch. Mm. And so there is a company that you can hire for $450 if your salary. Yeah. If you're part-time, they'll give you a discount and they will only charge you $360 to quit your job wow. for you. Yeah. That's great. And well, they, I mean, they will contact your employer, and then any other contact that you have to have with the employer um, will just be through email, so you won't have to do any more face-to-face. Because wow. they won't deal with the legality of severance and all of that for you, right. but they will do the initial letting your office know, like, I'm out. Yeah, so if you have a yen to move on in your career, you can contact this firm. That's, not, that's like deep. That. That's a deep yeah. cut there. See, I didn't yeah. expect that. Mm -hmm. um, but I, it's interesting that they said that um, the, the culture in Japan, and it used to be this way here, and it's, that's also sort of gone by the wayside, mm. was that you would get a job and work for one company forever. Right. Just this. 30 years, you'd get yeah, a clock get and a gold watch. watch or something, yeah. You get the Flava Flav clock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have a little party. That's, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine... You know, you're in Japan, you know, I'm done working for this power plant. Every two weeks, a monster comes out of the ocean and stops on it. I'm just tired of it. I can't take it anymore. Also, but instead, I'm scared it's of like, moths. Hi, uh, we, uh, we represent Mr. Yamamoto. Yes. And he's grown rather dismayed about your inability to control the kaiju rising from the ocean and walking on the power plant. Uh, he would rather go work for a gas company. Oh, wait. <laughs> they stomp on those two? Oh. oh. Let me get back to you. Like, <laughs> Would you ever consider having a third party? Oh, in, yeah. In, really? It would have to be another chick, though. No, seriously. Would you? I mean, you're the, you seem like the kind of guy that's really good about. Uh, oh, no. I like to just be there when, when the relationship is over. Really? I've never ghosted anyone. I just think, yeah, if you're ready to quit your job, you're just like, hey, you know, we got to talk. It's not you. It's <laughs> oh. me. Oh. You know, I mean, we could still be friends, you know. They I, do have services uh, where people will break up for a per break up for you of with your significant wow. other. So it makes sense that they would have someone basically break up with your you employer. You know what? what? What has to happen is you need to have a reverse Tinder app. So you start dating somebody, <laughs> right? You swipe on them, you start a relationship, and then when you're done, you swipe the other way, and then the app, you know, all of a sudden your calendar is all clear of your dates and stuff like that. <laughs> Well, you know, we were priming condoms. Now, for some reason, my subscribe and save is gone. I, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, 
oh, wait, wait, my boyfriend's grayed out. What the hell? <laughs> there is um, an article on Fox News right now. I don't know if someone was just sitting up watching, like, TV land or mm. what, <laughs> what inspired them. Yes. But they came out with a whole bunch of facts that you may not have known about the love boat. Isaac's mustache wasn't real. <gasps> this is, here's one fact I had no idea. At what point did Ted McGinley of the Happy Days and Revenge of the Nerds oh, fame yeah. end up on that show? Well, I had no idea. It was on for many seasons. And I, so he, it's like, oh, the cast is getting old. Let's bring in McGinley. <laughs> that was his thing. I know. Fonz is getting old. Bring in McGinley. He was like the, the Heather Locklear of his time. Yes. They used to bring her onto shows if they needed fixing. Exactly. Like, okay, sitting in a dark conference room. Yes, the cast is getting old and the makeup is no longer hiding their <laughs> age. Uh, Mr. McGinley, how much would you need to bring the ratings back for the younger demographics? Oh. Five dollars. Okay. Hired. Hmm. You want to you wanna party with that uh, self-driving car company? We understand. <laughs> the cocaine cowboys? We'll get them for you. Yes. You're to oh, we're totally on board. The <laughs> They're riding up now, Mr. McGinley. Here's what you need. So well, I didn't know, I mean, legitimately, thanks, Fox News. I didn't know that this was based on, first there was a movie, <clears throat> and the movie was based on a book that was written by a woman named Geraldine Saunders. Stop. Love Boat was a book. <laughs> if there was one show, <laughs> then I would never expect to go, well, you know, Love Boat, the TV show, is okay. But you know, the book was much better. The book was so much better. Yes, Geraldine Saunders, Love Boats by Real Life Cruise Director. What was Where it? she detailed the accounts of her real-life romance that she witnessed while she was yes. on the job as a cruise director. Before we met with Captain Steubing for dinner, I had an encounter on the Lido deck. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, no, I, that blew my mind, too. I had no idea that the love boat was based on a book that was real-life accounts of what, what so happens on the ship. By the, by the end of the book, did the captain's daughter all of a sudden bloom <laughs> into this naughty young lady? I mean, just well, like okay, so speaking of naughty, another <laughs> thing I did not know about the love boat, um, Ted Lang, who played Isaac, bartender Isaac, mm -hmm. on the show, co-wrote a sex advice column <clears throat> for FHM magazine. What? FHM? Right. Uh, he wasn't his, good enough for Maxim, was he? His co-writers were adult film star Jenna Jameson and Howard Stern's wife, Beth Ostrowski. Isaac, Jenna Jameson, and Howard Stern's wife had a sex column together in FHM. I, that, what happened, Isaac? What happened? That, I don't know if it's your drop the mic moment, <laughs> or I don't know if it's, well, I don't have anything else to do. The DVDs aren't yet, or aren't out yet, so I can't get the royalties from this show. I, wow. Yeah. I, I did not know that. And the iconic Love Boat theme song, which was mm. originally recorded by Jack Jones and was released as a hit single in 1979, was replaced for the ninth and 10th seasons by a cover version sung by Dionne Warwick. I did not know that. Well, you know, by then, and I'm not even joking about this, she probably just wrapped up Solid Gold. Solid Gold. And she probably was like, okay, I'm trying to develop this psychic thing, but that's a couple years off. Mm -hmm. What other gigs out there <laughs> might I jump on? Oh, Love oh, Boat. You want me to sing on Love Boat? <laughs> yes. Cool. Well, I'd rather have, you know, I'd rather put vocals to the Fantasy Island theme, <laughs> but I'll take Love Boat for now. <laughs> 
And then there was a bit of a Brady Bunch connection. The mom from Brady Bunch, Florence Henderson, appeared mm. eight times on the Love Boat. Oh, that's the only people that were less were the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Correct. Really? And all, <laughs> she always appeared as a different character. One episode also featured Robert Reed, who played her husband on the Brady Had Bunch. Had he come out of the closet by that I time? I don't think so. Okay. And so it was an unrelated storyline. So they were two different characters that were not going to be in each other's storyline. However, they had one shot where they passed each other walking on the boat, and they both went and did a double take and then just kept well, on no, going. Here, no, this is what they need to do. They need to retcon it so Love Boat is actually in the Brady Bunch universe, <laughs> and that's where they met. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, so um, we left the girls uh, by the pool, and the boys are right. touring the engine room, and uh, <laughs> we'd love to have dinner. And then, you know, I've got a big split level in the valley if you'd like to come in. I'd love to live there. Yeah, My gotta, husband left me, and I have three yeah. girls with hair of gold that need a place to yes. stay. Let's hook this crap uh -huh. up. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? We have this cousin Oliver, but he's not old enough to be on the show yet. You so. won't have to deal with him yeah. for years. So but really, it's worth it. You have a housekeeper? You have a housekeeper and a butcher? Oh, I'm nice. In. Does he always show up to the back door? <laughs> right. <laughs> now. You ding yourself. I did. Air horns on its way. This is going to happen. <laughs> and we need it so desperately. Um, there, I've been hearing a story about this guy in L.A. He was called the Dine and Dash Dater. Mm. But apparently he has been apprehended. Oh. And could face, could face, probably won't, but could face up to 13 years in prison. Now he's the dine and dash doing time guy. Right. So he's a good looking mm. dude. Mm. And he would match up with girls on different dating sites. And then he would set up a date, usually at a very expensive restaurant. Mm. And he would order, I need shrimp, I need steak, I need this kind of wine, mm. just like all the most delicious and expensive things. Yes. And he'd be, you know, flirting with the girl and, you know, eating all of his food. And then right around the end of the meal, he would be like, oh, I need to take this call. I need to, I'm just going to, I'll be right back. And then ditch and mm. sick these women with the bill. Sometimes wow. the restaurant would take pity on the ladies and they would uh, comp the meal. They would be like, oh, we're so sorry he did that to you. It's no big deal. But then sometimes these women ended up having to pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for these super expensive <laughs> meals. So, so it's a douche move. Yeah. But I didn't fully realize that Wait, it is was. That, is, that, is there too much vinegar on the salad? No, <laughs> you're just a douche. <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't realize that Mr. that was... Mr. Massengale, your table is ready. No, sorry, go on. Fully <laughs> a, uh, I didn't realize it was fully a crime because when you go on a date, it's not always decided beforehand who's going to pay. Right. But typically you... It's an ass move. Like, listen, I... Typically you walk out of the right. venue at the same time. Right. Maybe no, try listen. to get a little smoochy smooch by the car. <laughs> no, I would be livid. <laughs> and he's a jerk and no one should ever date him. But I mean, a lot of times there'll be like an awkward thing at the end of the date. Like, are we halvesies on this? Are yeah. you paying? Am I paying? Like, who's reaching for their yeah. wallet? By the way, if you plan on courting Sarah, don't do that to Sarah because you don't want Don on your porch Ooh. with a baseball bat Listen, in a couple of days. My dad does uh -uh. not play. He will mess you up. You know, and he, he likes to have a trademark when he goes into action. He does the singing rat before he <laughs> messes you up. I'm it's high-pitched, and you think yeah. it's really cute, but then you realize, yeah. like, he's going to get you. It's just like, you know, when Fievel starts singing, and then you <laughs> just get, bam, Joe Pesci right in the, buried Somewhere in the cornfield. Somewhere 
out there beneath the pale moonlight. Someone's thinking of you. Um, so I guess he also did this at the hair salon too. No. Where he got hair salon <laughs> services, and then he was like, "Oh, I gotta take his call," and no. then just ditches. This is you like, know what's that's bad? straight up stealing. No, the, the but karma, the dating thing, uh, I feel like, is kind of. I I'm fascinated that they're going to be able to prosecute this. I am, I am. Well, they could probably hit him on fraud and. Yes. You know, it, I, here's the thing. This is why the country actually needs to have certain exceptions to the cruel and unusual punishment situation, right? Because if I were the judge, I would sentence this guy to prison, except the asterisk would be like, oh, by the way, every single one of your meals in prison <laughs> may have been pooped in. You just don't know which ones. It's like Russian roulette. Right. One of these days. That's not mashed oh, potatoes look. with gravy. There's lots of corn and poppy seeds in mm. this. Oh, here's our grape skin stew. <laughs> Ooh, delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, when we get back, we have a very special video for you mm. that will make you see the movie Titanic in a completely <laughs> new way. Um. And we will share it next on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. culture when you think of the movie titanic hmm. there are a couple of standout moments that what the one where i ended up in the friend zone because she <laughs> thought that we were just going as platonic friends right. and i was like what no 
I don't see this type of thing with just anyone. <laughs> Come on. Um, the I'll never let go thing where mm. she's floating on the door and then she does let go and he dies. That's yeah. one where people are like, well, this is bull. And, you know and what? couldn't no. two people they, fit on the door? They could have fit on the door. <laughs> the Titanic was the biggest ship. They had the biggest doors, right? The best doors. The best The biggest doors. doors. They, they always installed the best doors. Well, it's funny. I, I God bless Kate Winslet because she, um, I think it was this year, she was on with Stephen Colbert, mm. and they were talking about <clears throat> how this has sort of followed her around, that people are still pissed that her character wrote <laughs> yeah. for, like, taking up the whole door, well, not no, trying to here's have... Here's the thing. <laughs> if she didn't drop the pendant, which was worth millions, right. into the ocean... I mean, a guy... Here, here's the thing. You know how much of a dick move that was? There's a ship full of people who have dedicated their lives to finding it. And then she she's 100 food, years old. She sleeps then. in the suite, and she <laughs> walks in the middle of the night and just drops it. You wow. hooker. I can't I believe you just, did that. Yes. Unbelievable. Oh so, but when she was on with Colbert, uh, he was like, I think my desk is a relatively about the same size as the door. Right. And so she and Stephen Colbert laid on the desk to see if two right. people could fit. And the answer to that question is yes, both of you right. could fit. Well, here's the thing. You know, it's her problem. If she, if Rose would have seen Back to the Future, she would have <laughs> known that Billy Zane was a dick. I mean, how before she, even getting together with him, she didn't. She knew the whole time he was right. a total dick. But right. Yeah. Anybody that hands out with the Tannins, anyone that hangs out with the Tannins, news. you know, bad news. Bad, bad news, news bears. And then, of course, one of the other most famous scenes is when um, Rose and Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack, are up on the front of the boat, right. and they do the arms out. I'm flying. Mm -hmm. But there is a crew of people that do a bunch of videos called Bad Foley, and they are amazing. <laughs> These are the guys that did yes. the, the Footloose, right? So they I did Footloose. It. They also did Dancing in the Streets with um, David Bowie and Mick Jagger, mm. where they take out the music, and you can just hear them shuffling around, going, <laughs> mm -mm, and making noises as they're trying to dance. The, the best part is, is in the Dancing in the Streets video where they do this, they actually found people that sounded like David Bowie <laughs> and Mick Jagger to do to do little vocalizations. <laughs> the, the vocalizations that you're about to hear in this next clip are not supposed to sound like either Kate Winslet or Leonardo DiCaprio, but what would that famous scene be like without the romantic music? Here's you finding out. are impressed yes awkward awkward <laughs> i fly so uh if you would like to go down that rabbit hole i would recommend uh looking for the 
different bad Foley videos right. that are out there because they are fantastic. Um, the rabbit hole that a lot of us go down is to binge watch Netflix. Right. I mean, it just you got time on a weekend and you're really into a series or you know you're doing stuff around the house mm. and you're like oh just one more oh just one more and then you get that infamous sign from netflix are you still watching yeah yes netflix yeah. quit trying to make me feel like a total degenerate it's yes, yes, like I'm going past pandora <laughs> where they try to get you the thumbs up it's like of course <laughs> i'm still listening Oh, leave me alone, Netflix. Just yeah. keep them going Duh. until I press stop. What are you doing with this showing up like this? But um, a fascinating thing came out recently. So they have a new series mm. that's called The Innocents, and it has actor um, Guy Pierce in it, and he we know of Memento fame and mm. uh, a few other things. Uh, L.A. Confidential. Also excellent. Uh, Iron Man 3, Correct. the bad one. Yes. That's the subtitle, the Look bad at, one. Hey, you, IMDb. Glad you know all this show. <laughs> You're a Guy Pierce fan. Who knew? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I love Guy Pierce when he has the prosthetic <laughs> teeth in and Iron Man 3. Like, that's so good. <laughs> um, so he was doing press for this new show that's going to be starting on Netflix. And he said to the reporters that Netflix had specifically told them when they went out to do press for anything not to say binge watching anymore. Mm. You invented binge watching. What are you talking about? That's right. how you're thing started is people would binge watch your shows yeah and now to promote the shows they're all trying to step away from the, the you know, maybe there's the a shade weird, of binge watching uh, you know there might be a stigma attached obviously but yeah. maybe there's something they don't want to get associated with like what if they had all the movies where murder is legal for a night uh -huh. and then you could have purge watching and purge watching yes the binge and the so yeah. we're gonna get out of here because we've done enough today. Right. Just enough. We're going to be back tomorrow, but we're going to let you now take a breather and then mm -hmm. enjoy the wonderful stylings of one Mr. Craig Fox. Now, if you cut over quickly enough, you'll see him kind of shaking his head. Just as shaking he his head like to us. these two. It's right before I he looks can. at the camera. All right, bye.